Wow, wow, beloved. It's always wonderful to have the privilege to minister to you through this platform. And I just want to welcome you to the 12th month daily devotions audio, which comprises of 30 daily devotional messages and spirit-inspired quotes as well. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And beloved, these messages is not just about uh, feeding you in, with information from day in, day out, but transformation through enlightenment in God's word. According to the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 15 to 21, and the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 2. And beloved, you can be sure that you are in for a real experience of God's power and transformation in your life and everything that is concern, that concerns you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God forevermore. Amen. And uh, the things that you will find these devotions to be a treasure in your life that will help you also, you know, is not just for granted, it's not in vain, but these devotions will help you to grow in your relationship with God, number one, because this is what you are created for. Number two, to know what you believe by understanding your faith better. Number three, to build habits and practices that will help you continue to grow in Christ. Number four, to know your purposes, you know, your purpose in life and to become vibrant in the kingdom. Number five, to manifest the realities of the kingdom of God. So are you ready? What will you choose? Do you really need a real transformation in your life? How bad do you need it? How angry are you for God? How angry are you for his kingdom, for righteousness, hallelujah, for the knowledge of God in your spirit. So get a book and save some time every day, at least 30 minutes every day, just to sit down and to fellowship with the Holy Spirit, to learn something, to get some direction, to know him. Hallelujah. And this ministration is helping you. These devotions are helping you. Hallelujah. And as you sit down with that notebook, with that pen, have an expectant heart that the Holy Spirit will minister to you. Maybe it's an instruction he's giving you. Maybe he's pointing out areas in your life that need change, that you need to step up, that you need to learn. Maybe he's teaching you something new. You need to write it down so that you don't forget. Hallelujah. We are told not only to be hearers of the word but also doers so then the, when you listen to these messages uh, just passively it will not bring the real transformation you know, it will not be real to you but when you become a doer of that which the Holy Spirit is ministering to you then you will see real results and not only you, but even others will see it too. Hallelujah. And so that change in you, that transformation in you will attract them to you. Hallelujah. And what will you be doing? You will be attracting them to Jesus, the real transformer in your life. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. So are you ready? Are you ready? Glory be to God. Let's go. 
they want good news good news the book of mark chapter 1 verse 38 says he said to them let us go into the next towns that i may preach there also because for this purpose i have come forth hallelujah glory be to god beloved jesus had a purpose for his coming on earth he did not just appear and started performing miracles no jesus wanted the people to know that what seemed impossible was possible with god when matters seemed hopeless god was able to turn things around jesus knew why he was on earth and so he put his whole heart in fulfilling the purpose the purpose god had given him the work god has given him his father same case applies to you today same case applies to me do you know your purpose here or not are you in pursuit of it or you are pursuing worldly ambitions worldly things it is your responsibility beloved to fulfill your purpose to fulfill your calling to fulfill your ministry it is your responsibility it is your duty your role it is your part to play here on earth because you're here on earth we are citizens of heaven but there is something we have to do here before we go to stay with god in the heavens or eternally jesus fulfilled his purpose and that's still his purpose today what he came to earth to do then in the flesh his word and his spirit continue to do today so be serious about reading his word if you want to know what jesus said when he lived on earth read the book the, go- the book of the gospels read matthew book matthew mark luke and john see what good news he has for you there because there is good news for you and to share to the sick world as well it's not just about hearing the good news but there's some work for you to do the gospel has to go to the ends of the earth and you are the one to take it there that is your work that is our job don't leave it for the pastors and bishops no this is a great commission to every child of god glory be to god amen day 2 anything can be forgiven anything can be forgiven the book of mark chapter 3 verse 28 says assuredly i say to you all sins will be forgiven the sons of men and whatever blasphemies they may utter hallelujah glory be to god beloved be encouraged it doesn't matter what you have done in the past or where you have done it or who you have done it with god loves you and wants to forgive you in fact god has more grace than you can imagine 
Jesus is more than ready to, to give you a fresh start, a new beginning, a new life, all over again. He wants you to run to him and not away from him. Remember when David blew it with Bathsheba. Do you remember that time? Do you remember that story? Then he blew it again by having her husband killed. David kept messing up, trying to cover his sin. But God sent the prophet Nathan to confront him. David's eyes were finally opened and he repented. God forgave David and in the book of Acts, he was known as a man after God's own heart. Acts chapter 13 verse 22. If David can be forgiven, so can you. But the key is this. David repented sincerely. He didn't just apologize. He didn't just say, I'm sorry, and walked away. No, he was truly sorry in his heart. To repent means to turn from sin and go the other direction. Whatever it is that you need to be forgiven from, give it to God right now. Ask for forgiveness. Tell him that you are sorry. Repent sincerely from the bottom of your heart and then move on in the right direction. Even good people may fall many times, but they will get back up. God is the one who will always forgive no matter what you've done. Let this sink in your consciousness, into your spirit. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day three. Preach the gospel to all nations. Preach the gospel to all nations. The book of Mark chapter 13 verse 10 says, And the gospel must first be preached to all the nations. Beloved, one of these days, the world as you know, it won't even exist. One glorious day, everyone on earth will hear the explosive blast of a trumpet. And that will be the end. Can you imagine what's going to be like when Jesus Christ comes back to earth and sets up his kingdom? Can you imagine? Have you taken some time to, th to imagine, to think about it, to think about that day? There won't be any more violence on the streets. There won't be any more incurable diseases to kill the people you love. The devil won't be able to torment you and cause devastation anywhere because he will be burning in the lake of fire. But some things have to happen before Jesus returns to rule with perfect peace and justice. He says that the gospel, the gospel, must first be preached to all the nations. Now, that's something you can help. That is something you can help with. God depends on you to win souls for him. You can go on a mission trip 
or preach the gospel in your workplace, in that office, in that school with your peers, with your classmates, even if you're in the marketplace, in that shop, that grocery shop, that salon, you can still share the gospel on the streets. Everywhere in that bus. Now that you have heard this message or reading this the reading, this is the best time for you to start winning souls for Jesus. Yes, this is the best time to start to pray for the lost souls. Ask God every day when you wake up in the morning where he wants you to go. Whom he wants you to speak with. Ask him to bring people in your direction for you to minister to them. Or to lead your steps, to guide your steps to them. Ask him to show you how to do it, how to evangelize, how to insult, what to say. How to pray for them, for those who are not born again. Hallelujah. God depends on you to win souls for him. That is your number one calling, your number one career, your number one profession. Don't say my profession is a doctor, I am an engineer, I am a driver, I am a catering. No, your number one profession is a soul, being a soul winner. And then that, when, that which you went to school to learn is your number two. Be wise. As a serpent. One of the conditions for Jesus' return is for the good news to be preached in all the nations. You can go. You can do it. And you must do it. Because it is your calling. It's your responsibility. It's your ministry. It is your purpose. It's the purpose for which you are created. You are his witness. Haven't you heard God say that you are his witness? In that office, you are his witness if you are born again. In that marketplace, in that bus, wherever you are, you are a witness. People need to, when they see you, they need to see God. So how are you representing him? Are you witnessing? Are you preaching the gospel? The, the gospel? Hallelujah. Purpose and plan and pursue it. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Therefore, his word will last forever. His word will last forever. Mark chapter 13 verse 31 says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Hallelujah. Beloved, Jesus told his disciples that it would be better for them to invest in things they couldn't see the kingdom of God that he was telling them about rather than in the things they could see. It will be tempting for you to spend your time and your energy going after things that you can see. An education, a good job, a nice place to live, a nice car, a air-conditioned house, need stuff to make your life comfortable, a family of your own eventually. There is, there is certainly nothing wrong with those things. 
nothing wrong with them but Jesus is encouraging you even warning you to give the best the best of best and the most of your time and energy to the things that will last forever his word his kingdom and your relationship with him so where is your focus what is your pursuit in life is it in heavenly things or the worldly things when you walk according to the spirit it will be easy for you to focus on the spiritual things but if you walk according to the flesh then the lust of the flesh the pride of life and lust of the eyes will kill your spiritual life your divine destiny hallelujah glory be to god amen day 5 he gives you freedom he gives you freedom the book of luke chapter 4 verse 18 says the spirit of the lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal the broken hearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed hallelujah beloved do you know that you have been chosen to tell the good news to the poor the lord has sent you to announce freedom and you can have freedom as well there is freedom in jesus freedom for everyone who struggles or suffers what kind of needs do you have what kind of needs do your friends have your colleagues your peers your neighborhood you have been chosen by god and you have also been equipped with the power of god to get free to stay free and to bring freedom to anyone who needs it power over drugs alcohol cigarettes lust sex no sexual immorality bitterness or whatever there was a movie about a man who gave up his life just to bring freedom to his people he was beaten he was tortured and put on a chopping block all he had to do was simply surrender his freedom and he would live his people would remain in bondage but he could live instead he cried out freedom he lost his life but his people gained their freedom there is another story that hits home for all of us jesus died a horrible shameful death on a cross so we could be free from sin and spend eternity with him don't allow yourself to be in bondage over some stupid sin a sin that jesus has already paid the price for so choose freedom today beloved and watch god work a miracle in your life and in the lives of your friends he's the one who sets you free and free indeed hallelujah glory be to god amen day 6 forgiveness of sin forgiveness of sin the book of luke chapter 5 verse 24 says 
The Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. Hallelujah. Beloved, some schools have a wall in the school post office where they post the exam grades. One semester, a young man neglected to study for a particular exam and his test grade reflected it. They left the grades of that test up the entire semester. It was a continual reminder to him of how he had messed up. You can imagine what a happy day it was for him when they finally took down the grades at the end of the term. He could have tried covering up that exam with a black marker. But every time he went into the school post office, there was that big black mark reminding him of his failure. Jesus is the only one who has the right to forgive your sins. The book of John chapter 1 verse 21, 29 sorry, says that he takes them away completely. When he forgives your sins and takes them away, it's like you never sinned at all. Sin doesn't have any more power over you. We are no longer required to sin because we are free from sin. But if we do mess up, if we do fall short, if we do sin, all we have to do is confess our sins to God and he will wipe them out. There will be history. So if you have been struggling with something, confess your sins to him right now. Jesus is not only going to forgive you of your sins, he's going to see to it that they are taken away because he's the one who forgives, forgets, and removes. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 7. Holy Spirit, your helper always. Holy Spirit, your helper always. The book of John chapter 14 verse 16 says, And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, the Holy Spirit, that he may abide with you forever. Hallelujah. Beloved, have you ever needed help? Of course you have. You may need help right now. All of us need help at some time or another. None of us is immune from the storms of life. But the good news is God sent the Holy Spirit to give, to go with us through these storms. Not only did he come to fill us with power, but he was also sent to help us with every trial, every temptation, and every circumstances of life. You may be going through something at this very moment, but you know what? The Holy Spirit is there right now, ready and willing to help, even as you read or listen to these messages. In fact, if we will become aware of God's presence in us, there isn't anything that the devil can throw at us that we can't handle. Because Jesus, the greater one, lives in us. Beloved, the Holy Spirit lives in you. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is your helper in everything. There is no limitation with him. Neither is there impossibilities. Trust him today and now and forever. Acknowledge him in your life and you'll never be in want. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 8. Anyone can be saved. 
anyone can be saved. The book of Romans chapter 10 verse 9 to 13 says, If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto the righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. Hallelujah. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Hallelujah. Beloved, do you know any people who think they are too far gone for Jesus? Maybe they think their sins are too big or their lives too ugly and dirty. They think God couldn't possibly save them. They think God's probably mad or that he's given up on them by now or that he's too holy to want them around. Well, this passage is for the hopeless. The many men and women who are lost in sin. God delights in saving the unlovable and the lost and the ones who think they could never be saved. Beloved, the truth is that everyone is hopelessly lost without him and every sin is repulsive to him. But Jesus died for everybody. No exceptions. Anyone who calls out to him will be saved. You can call him now. Wherever you are. And he will hear you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And he will save you and heal you and deliver you. Amen. From whatever bondage and suffering. Day 9. God of all comfort. God of all comfort. The book of 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 3 to 4 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Hallelujah. Beloved, trouble can come in all sizes. There's, there's the kind you get yourself into, like staying out too late, wasting money, time, energy, opportunities, friendships, relationships, etc. There's the kind that other people cause for you, like when somebody tells somebody else something you said, when you said something totally different. People betray you, give false witness against you, persecute you reject you, abuse you, label you falsely, etc. But God's comfort comes in colors to match every problem. It fits every hole left behind by someone who you love. It soothes every wound that's opened by jealousy and anger. It covers every sin with the hope that Christ's blood can forgive completely. God's comfort is so real, beloved, refreshing, and it's always yours. You can rely on it. You can depend on it anytime, any day. He will never let you down. He will be there for you. Be comforted this now with God's comfort. 
that can reach you wherever you are right now. May you experience his love. May you experience his presence and joy and peace in your heart. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Day 10. Comforter to those in need. The book of 2 Corinthians chapter 7 says, Nevertheless, God who comforts the downcast comforted us by the coming of Titus. Hallelujah. Paul spends a lot of time in this book of Corinthians talking about his suffering, his tears and worry, and a broken heart. He doesn't try to pretend that just because he loves Jesus, nothing hard ever happens. He admits to his struggles and hardships. He talks about the troubles he has faced. He is real and vulnerable. Somehow over time, Christians have lost sight of Paul's example. Somehow we have placed honesty with pretending. Too many Christians pretend that their lives are happy and suffer in total silence. It's so sad for any child of God to commit suicide or end up in depression, getting terminal illnesses because of stress. That is tragedy, chaotic. They would admit to their own needs and weaknesses yet wonder why God doesn't do something about it. God will bring cheer and comfort to those who are in need. Do you need God to comfort you? Do you need something to cheer you up? Then talk to the Lord. Be honest with some people who are close to you. Be brave to say, I love God, but life is tough right now. God may use the Holy Spirit or the body of believers or the truth of his word, but he will bring cheer to people in need. Hallelujah. However he will do it, he will do it. You will be glad. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 11. He will save you from God's wrath. He will save you from God's wrath. The book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 9 to 10 says, For they themselves declare, how you turn to God from idols to serve the living and true God and to wait for his son from heaven whom he raised from the dead even Jesus who delivers us from the wrath to come hallelujah beloved have you ever thought about the return of our Lord Jesus Jesus if not you need to think about it it's crucial critical vital don't assume nor be ignorant and say, what shall be, shall be. No! Are you one of those who will celebrate his return or regret because of how you lived your life here on earth and how you continue to live? It is the desire of the Father that all may celebrate the return of Jesus Christ. He does not want to lose anyone to, the, to hell. Beloved, the return of Jesus is an incredible source of hope for all believers. We have hope that Jesus will save us from God's wrath. God is love and he loves us all people and wants them to be saved. 
that is when you read the book of first john chapter 4 8 you will find it there but the day will come when god will pour out his wrath on those who have not believed the great white throne judgment will be a specific time of wrath revelation chapter 20 verse 11 to 15 and the great tribulation the book of revelation chapter 6 verse 9 hallelujah will be another the anger of god is also poured out on earth where unbelievers live without the holy spirit and without the power and presence of god their lives have fallen under the power of satan as a christian you can rest in the promise that jesus saves you from god's anger over sinful human rebellion you will be kept from it because you are covered with the blood of jesus thank you lord jesus thank jesus today for sparing you from god's anger on the day of judgment hallelujah glory be to god day 12 he will purify you he will purify you the book of titus chapter 2 verse 14 says jesus christ gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify from himself his own special people zealous for good works hallelujah glory be to god beloved thank the lord jesus for all he has done for you we cannot praise him enough or worship him enough or enough for all that he has done for you and me beloved what he has done for us is uncomprehendable it's amazing it's wonderful mind-blowing glorious he has promised to purify you beloved you need a heart that's tender towards him a mind that can be made to think like his and a soul that yields its will to the wishes of his spirit this verse tells you that he gave himself for us that he might redeem us and purify for himself his own special people you are included be gentle and patient to the end beloved he has allowed your heart to be tested he has also given you the power to stand up to temptation anything that doesn't agree with god or his word is temptation know his word so well that you are quick to recognize temptation when you see it run don't stay there and start crying or calling all and sundry to pray for you to fast for you the bible says run flee resist the devil do not give him a foothold in your life sometimes your pure heart can feel impure if it does get clean ask god's forgiveness and receive it his forgiveness purifies you hallelujah glory be to god amen day 13 god cannot lie god cannot lie the book of hebrews chapter 6 verse 17 to 18 says thus god determining to show more abundantly 
to the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath that by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we might have strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold of the hope set before us. Hallelujah. Beloved, do you ever doubt God? Maybe you doubt the whole thing about Jesus, about God, about the Holy Spirit, the Bible, and all this Holy and all the Spirit stuff. Maybe you do believe in God, but aren't you sure that He's, he's really going to come through for you? Maybe you believe in all the Bible stuff, but doubting if the word of God shall come to pass in your life. Hebrews says that the hope of Christ is right in front of you. He has told the truth. He has kept his promises. His vows have never changed. Be encouraged to run to him because he never lies. You've got to make up your mind to believe that. To believe that. And you've got to decide that you're going to believe his word. Today, now, until you've made that commitment, you will constantly struggle with doubt. The truth of his word will replace your doubt and shall make you free. Concentrate and study the Bible prayerfully. Don't just read through it. Read about his longing to know you and to be with you forever. Get these words into your heart and into your mind and pretty soon all your doubts will be replaced with God's truth. Truth clears all doubt and the truth is the word of God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 14. You will inherit his kingdom. You will inherit his kingdom. James chapter 2 verse 5 says, Listen my beloved children. Has God not chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom which he promised to those who love him? Hallelujah. Beloved, have you ever heard of this scripture? If no, at least today you have heard it or read it. Most people spend all of their lives trying to build a kingdom or to win one year on earth. They can kill their opponent. They are competitors in business, in leadership, in power, in order to achieve their worldly ambitions in life. These kind of people can do even the most wicked things unheard of in the world. They do not care whether humanity perish as they pursue their selfish desires or not. Well, I am sorry for them. This is because they haven't heard the news that we are already heirs to a kingdom, the eternal kingdom of God, the one that doesn't rot or fade away or go broke. Beloved, where are you spending your time? Building a kingdom on earth or building the kingdom of heaven? Think for a moment. In about three or four generations, no one will remember your name. It will be written down somewhere, but you will be long gone. Maybe in your grave, but you will be long gone. Your earthly kingdom won't matter anymore. If you are a Christian, you will be with Jesus, sharing in the kingdom he has for you. 
there you will matter forever aren't you glad for this message that has come for such a time like this for you to hear and to do the necessary be happy celebrate jesus always hallelujah glory be to god amen day 15 honor to the humble honor to the humble the book of james chapter 4 verse 6 and 10 says but he who gives more grace therefore he says god resists the proud but gives grace to the humble humble yourselves in the sight of the lord and he will lift you up hallelujah beloved the way up with god the way toward honor is to be humble god is looking for young men and women who will be genuinely humble not pretense or hypocritical true humility is knowing and recognizing who god is and who you are being humble does not mean acting like a doormat everyone stepping on you slapping you brushing you no everyone doing what they want even up to taking your properties as you watch just like this numb blindly it means that you know for certain that you are strong through Jesus Christ hallelujah it means that you are secure enough to serve others and not care what people think it means you are strong enough to be seen with people who aren't popular it means you are secure enough to really care about someone who often gets left out it means to reach out to the lost hallelujah pride and arrogance have no place with god jesus measure strength not by how cool you act but by your humility working on humility in your life will help you be more like him hallelujah glory be to god amen day 16 God listens to you. God listens to you. The book of 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 12 says, For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Hallelujah. Beloved, many think God is a man upstairs in heaven, very far from the earth. No. God is not far from you. He is very close to you. He is in you and he watches over you. He is with you. He is leading you and he has been leading you all through by his mighty hand. Whether you see, whether you hear, feel him or not. It doesn't mean he is not there or aware of your situation, but he is. Maybe you have picked up your Bible today hoping it will make a little sense out of what you are going through. give you a reason to think god cares whether you live or die you have tried praying but you have wondered if it does any good you feel like you are just launching words into dead air and thinking they'll magically make a difference why talk when no one listening be encouraged that you are sealing 
may seem dark and silent, but God is watching. Hallelujah. And listening and waiting and working. And one day you will wonder why you thought he wasn't. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 17. Deliverance for the righteous. Deliverance for the righteous. Beloved, none who trust in God need fear. For when the blast of the terrible ones is as a storm against the wall, God will be to his church a refuge from the storm. Isaiah chapter 25 verse 4. In that day, only the righteous are promised deliverance. The sinners in Zion are afraid. Fearfulness has surprised the hypocrites. Among, who among us shall dwell with the devouring fire? Who among us shall dwell with the everlasting burnings? He that walketh righteously and speaketh uprightly. He that despises the gain of oppressions. He that maketh his hands from holding of bribes. He that stoppeth his ears from hearing of blood and seated his eyes from seeing evil. He shall dwell on high. His place of defense shall be munitions of rocks. Bread shall be given him. His waters shall be sure. The Lord shall comfort Zion. He will comfort all our waste places and he will make a wilderness like Eden and are desert like the garden of the Lord. As the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, too shall Christ rejoice over thee. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 18. Day 18. Watch and pray. Watch and pray. Beloved, are you watching or someone else is doing it for you? Are you praying or you are bored? Is there anything hindering you, your prayers? Are you sure of, of safety? What makes you safe if you are not watching and praying? Beloved, watchfulness and prayer is the only safety for all and sundry from all walks of life. Security does not lie in exalted positions or security guards or influence, or the money in your bank account, and the great privileges. A genuine Christian is still exposed to Satan's attacks. In the battle with inward sin and outward temptation, even the wise and powerful Solomon fell. His failure teaches us that whatever a man's intellectual qualities may be, and however faithfully he may have served God in the past, he can never with safety trust in his own wisdom and integrity. So fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Read the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13 and 14. It is useless to try to secure happiness or contentment in this life by the use of material agents. 
physical things, worldly things. The only happy and secure life is one in fellowship with God and His Word. Hallelujah. So, watchfulness and prayer are the safeguards of purity and happiness of life. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. You see, that's why you cannot buy any of those with money. Hallelujah. It's only in Christ you find that. Day 19. Light in darkness. Light in darkness. Beloved, the world might look dark, gloomy, but Jesus is your light in darkness. He causes the light to shine out of darkness. When the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep, the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. To his people, he says, arise, shine, for thy light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Darkness shall cover the earth and grows darkness. The people by the Lord shall arise upon thee. And his glory shall be seen upon thee. Christ came to represent God to men. He came as his light to the world. As his light to the world. Healing the broken hearted. Delivered captives. Restored light to the blind, to set free. He went about doing good. Hallelujah. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Day 20. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. Beloved, arise. Shine for your light is come. All around us are heard the world of a world sorrow. On every hand are the needy and distressed. It is your responsibility to aid in relieving and softening life's hardships to misery. The wants of the soul only the love of Christ can satisfy. If Christ is abiding in us, our hearts will be full of divine sympathy. There are many people whose hope has departed. Bring back the sunshine to them. Bring back the smiles, the hope to them. Many have lost their courage. Speak to them words of cheer. Pray for them. There are those who need the bread of life. Read to them the word of God or share these daily devotions to them. Upon many is a soul sickness which no earthly physician can heal. Pray for these souls. Bring them to Jesus. Tell them that there is a ball in Gilead and a physician there. Be the light, the messenger of hope and mercy to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good work and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 21. The kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That is the book of Matthew, chapter 3, verse 2. 
Hallelujah. Beloved, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is coming soon. Soon, every man is to be judged for his deeds. It is your responsibility and calling to win souls and to give warning to those who are in the very brink of eternal ruin. Those who have been made free in Christ and entrusted with a knowledge of precious truth are regarded by the Lord Jesus as his chosen ones, favored above all other people on the face of the earth, and is counting on them to show forth the praises of him who has called them out of darkness into his marvelous light. The good news of salvation is to go to every nature, every kindred, every tongue and people. It is not about being a minister, but a to be a fragrance of God, a witness of Christ, an ambassador of Christ. Beloved, you have learned a lot all this time. It's enough. It's enough for you to move. It's your time to exercise your faith. Go out. Speak out. Speak for God. Purpose to win a soul every day. For Jesus. Be a fragrance of Christ to those who are perishing. Keep the heavens rejoicing because you are winning souls for Jesus. Pray for the lost souls and those who are being saved as well so that they can be steadfast in faith. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 22. You have robbed me. You have robbed me. Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, wherein have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. Malachi chapter 3 verse 8. Hallelujah. Beloved, God blesses the work of men's hands. That they may return to him his portion. He gives them the sunshine and the rain. He causes vegetation to flourish. He gives health and ability to acquire means. Every blessing comes from his bountiful hand and he desires men and women to show their gratitude by returning him a portion in tithes and offerings. They are to devote their means to his service that his vineyard may not remain a barren waste. Beloved, study what the Lord promises if you obey his instruction in verse 10 to 12 the same chapter chapter 3 of malachi take all the difficult matters to him in prayer you should reveal an unselfish interest in the building and advancing of his work in all parts of the world give cheerfully and god will bless your tithes and offerings hallelujah glory be to god Amen. Day 23, sons of God. Sons of God. Beloved, when the Savior came and began his ministry of grace, he was bracing the head of his adversary, the devil. Jesus, who was sinless, became sin. He bore our sins, your sins, my sins. He paid the debt for sinful man 
and broke the bondage in which humanity had been held. Every pain of anguish and insult was working out the deliverance of the rest. The world, the whole world, thank God for Jesus. Oh, I thank him so much. For he did not give in to the devil's temptation, but he endured all things to bring us salvation. If you believe in Jesus, you are co-heir with him and an heir, a son to God. Beloved, you are a son to God. Though it does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. Our Redeemer has opened the way so that the most sinful, the most needy, the most oppressed and despised may find access to the Father. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Jesus reveals to us the Father. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by him. John chapter 14 verse 6. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 25. Diligence. Diligence. Beloved, how is your service to God? How is your service to God? His work and kingdom. How are you serving Him? Are you diligent? Diligence is not just about your presence or attendance only, but your daily efforts. The time to accomplish God's work. Your prayers, faith, wisdom, synergy, action is needed. Everything. Integrity, determination, loyalty, and deep love for God must be evidenced as well. You need to be industrious in God's appointed duty. Otherwise, you will not accomplish anything for Him. Jesus said, my father works, so I work. Jesus woke up very early in the morning, every day to pray, then ministering to people in the day. And he was still teaching in the evening, in the night, fulfilling his father's assignment, doing the work of his father. Doing the work his father sent him to do. What about you? How much effort have you invested in his work? Are you conscious of time? Are you conscious of the urgency of the work that has been given to you? The kingdom agenda? God's purpose? Divinity? Do you serve him? With the urgency the kingdom requires or you work from, from your availability or feelings or comfort zone. Purpose to seize every opportunity as God's instrument to do his will and to finish it. Postponing, delaying or neglecting or being ignorant and lazy and sluggish and disobedient results in failure and dishonor to God. For God rewards those who, who are diligent, who diligently seek Him, the obedient, the faithful. Hallelujah. 
Glory be to God. Amen. Day 26. Remember your God and calling. Remember your God and calling. Beloved, it is very easy to be married away by many things in the world today if one is not careful. You can easily forget the Lord your God. Yes. In today. Where he brought he brought you from? How he healed you and saved you. Exactly. Now you boast. Cut walking around thinking it's your it's your hard work, your faithfulness, your influence or connections or knowledge and so on. A little cash and you forgot you were borrowing $1. A little influence you book people for an appointment. You keep people in waiting for years. A little fame and you are not seen in church anymore. Nehemiah thought surrounded by royalty, power, splendor in the palace. He did not forget his God or his people. The deepest interest, hope and joy of his heart was in his people. Jerusalem. He prayed He fasted, he cried out unto the Lord that the Lord would maintain the cause of Israel. That he would restore their courage, their strength and help them to build up the wall. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, two. Two they were slaves in captivity. Before their promotion to leadership, they did not forget the Lord and their calling. Even after promotion to leadership they maintained their devotion to God. When you forget the Lord your God and the calling in your life because of the worldly things then you kill your purpose, your destiny and the divine purpose in the nation, in your family, wherever. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 27. Be a participant. Be a participant. Beloved, are you involved in advancing the kingdom of God? The harvest is ready, yet still few laborers. Have you made up your mind to labor for the kingdom? To touch lives, to transform lives, to bring reforms for the sake of Christ, to exalt him in your nation of calling? Your nation of calling is where you are. Right now. There's a nation of calling. It might be in a school setup or in the corporate world or in medical in medicine or in government in sports in the military etc. Do not be a spectator in the kingdom for we are not called to spectate but to be partakers to participate to get involved The early church felt that God had called them to give the light of the gospel to the world. And in the effort to do this, they were ready to sacrifice their possessions, their liberty, even life itself in the in the face of persecution and death for the gospel of Christ to be proclaimed far and near. The word of God was carried to the people and all classes both high and low rich and poor learned and ignorant 
Beloved, are you as faithful to your trust and diligent as the early church? And the apostles, etc., were to theirs? Well, start now. Do not waste any more time in the kingdom. Do not be a waste. For anything which is not productive or useful, it's a waste. It's good for nothing. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 28. Holy word. Holy word. Beloved. Many think thou shalt not have no other gods before me. It was only for the children of Israel in the Old Testament. They have set their will against the will of God. No matter what men do or what you do can thwart the word of command of God. Hallelujah. You can pretend it is not there or you have not seen it or read it or even say that it was not addressed to you. But that does not change anything. His word still remains in the Bible. Whether you know it or heard it or not, it is still there. And it is active and life. It is upon you to search the scriptures and do the right thing. Do not allow science or human theories oppose or erase the revelation you have in God's word because it cannot change or revised by any man. It stands forever. If you think the word of God is boring or complicated, it's a feeling. Ignore it and keep on reading the word. But if it persists, it's an, it's an evil spirit now. Rebuke it and invite the Holy Spirit who will reveal the word to you with understanding. Hallelujah. It has always been and it will be holy, just and good, complete in itself. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 29, study the Bible. Study the Bible. Beloved, are you reading your Bible? By the way, do you have a Bible? Not the one in your phone, but a physical one. When I read the Bible, I have hope and comfort that what I am reading is not a novel or a magazine or a fictional story. It is the word of God that is able to build me and to give me an inheritance in Christ Jesus. So I read it with an expectant heart that God is speaking to me and what he is saying, it is truth. It is real. There is no doubt about it. I believe what he says about me in the Bible. I believe what he says I have in the Bible. And I have received it. It's mine. I believe of what he says I can do in the Bible. And so I walk in it. I start doing what he tells me to do. Acting upon his word. Beloved, you've got to love the word of God. Do you want the word of God to dwell in you richly? Study. Have reverence and love for the scriptures. You will be changed transformed and renewed in your mind. Seek the law of the Lord and do it. Do more than just having and carrying a Bible with you every day or when you are going to church. 
open the pages, peruse through, look what's in inside. Aren't you curious of what God wrote to you? It's a letter to you. Do you want to know? Find out. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Day 30. Obey his commands. Obey his commands. Beloved, could it be the situation you are in now? Struggling, frustration, confusion, disappointments, discouragement, sadness, backwardness, the sickness, the strife and difficulty is a result of not obeying God's commandments? If you obey his commands, his instructions, his sayings, his teaching and guidance, you will not have indulged in bad company of friends, which has led you to regression. You will not have gotten married to a non-believer. Now, you are backslidden. Your spiritual life is going down. You are not prayerful, committed, devoted to God as before. Your gift is proactive and your destiny is at stake. Why didn't you heed your ears to words of wisdom? You befriended a man, a married man, and now you have contacted HIV, STDs, etc. If you had obeyed God's command to walk in faith, in love, in purity, in righteousness, in faithfulness, in his word, then you would have been spared many sad and shameful and humiliating experiences. The good news is that the Lord has not forsaken you in your bondage. He is merciful and gracious. Repent of your disobedience to him and start obeying his commandments. Hallelujah. Hide them into your heart that you may not sin against the Lord again. There is blessing in obedience. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen and amen. And beloved, if you are there and you have just been listening to these messages, this messages, the daily devotional messages cannot be effective in your life if you don't know Jesus. I'm giving you an opportunity to receive Jesus Christ in your life. And there you will experience a real transformation, real change inside, outside, in your life. Are you ready to receive Jesus Christ in your life? So repeat this prayer after me. Just believe in your heart and say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for the forgiveness of sins. I confess that I'm a sinner and I have sinned against you. I receive forgiveness of sins, of my sins, and I and I declare that you are my Lord and my Savior. I thank you for saving me. I thank you for eternal life. I thank you for righteousness. I thank you 
for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Help me, Lord, to live for you. Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. And if you have prayed that prayer, you are now born again. Jesus Christ has come into your heart and now is the Lord and Savior of your life. Locate a local church around you where you live and go there. Sit down. Learn the word of God and serve God. Hallelujah. And you will grow. You will grow to that woman, that man that God has created you to be. Glory be to God. Amen. And you can share your testimonies even on the platforms. Um, get to know more of, uh, to, to listen to more of my audio messages in YouTube. Subscribe Purity Gitonga in anchor.fm. Purity Gitonga, get there. Get more audios, messages, listen to them. Facebook also follow me up, Purity Gitonga. And you will be blessed and you will be blessed. And never forget about your friends, your colleagues. You need to share to them these wonderful messages. The word of God, the word of God is sharper into the dividing asunder of souls and spirit, of of joint and marrow. So the word of God is live and is active. It is not limited. So as you share, even to your friends, your colleagues, as they listen to more of this, the word of God will change them, will touch their lives, will transform them. Hallelujah. And you will be blessed for doing that, for being a faithful evangelist, a faithful witness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. So keep on sharing the gospel. Keep on sharing these messages as you listen to them and so that even as they continue to be changed also others are being changed and blessed through you for the glory and honor of of his holy name amen amen thank you very much Mm